The Mandalorian Man, where today I just finished watching episode 8, the season finale of season 1 for The Mandalorian, The Redemption. I loved this episode. So much, so much happened. It really was um, an episode that kind of closed things out, but really opened things up. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, and by the way, I was right last week. I said, maybe we'll baby Yoda's healing. We'll see in the, uh, rise of Skywalker. And, um, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I'll wait five, four, three, two, one. I was right. I already said that. So I won't go into any more detail with that, but today's episode of the Mandalorian was directed by Taika Waititi, uh, of course, of, um, you know, What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Hunt of the Wilderbees, uh, the, uh, uh, Thor 3, and of course, he is the voice of IG-11 in this, and he's the voice of one of those dudes in Avengers, I don't remember. Um, Taika Waititi, uh, great talent, and this episode was, like, not that it, like, like shined any brighter than any other episodes as far as direction, but it was just terrific. This episode picked up exactly, exactly where we left off, um, where the speeder bikes picked up baby Yoda and are bringing, uh, him back to, uh, Moff Gideon, but they are, they're supposed to stop just to make sure things are safe. They're, they're, they're stopped out there and you kind of get to just hang out with these, um, these stormtroopers, whatever they call them, uh, they're, they're different stormtroopers. They, they're the ones from Endor, and um, they're on their speeder bikes, and they call them speeder bikes, and that got me thinking, why are they called speeder bikes? Bikes is short for bicycle, which is a two-wheeled cycle, bicycle. So why these are called speeder bikes, I don't know. I mean, I know because they're, they're kind of like bikes to you and me, but in the Star Wars world, I don't know. Um, and I don't care. And the fact that I even wanted to bring that up is silly. Uh, there was just some fun banter between two stormtroopers who are just kind of waiting to hear from, you know, what to do and hold their position. They have the, the baby Yoda. They have the child. Uh, they're like, what are, you, what are we supposed to do with it? I don't know. Maybe he wants to eat it. Maybe it's a pet. But um, you, I thought maybe Yoda would um, protect them. Or no, would Yoda would like use his Jedi mind magic to have him let them go. Um, and I thought maybe one of the guys, cause he kept like turning his head. I thought maybe one of the guys would become a good guy or something. But once they laid hands upon this child and hit him, 
Um, they both hit him. Uh, I was um, I was very uh, excited to somehow see both of them um, get killed. And our friend IG11, voiced by Taika Waititi, showed up and said, "Hey, I'm I'm the nurse of this child. I'll take care of him from here." They're like, "What are you talking about?" And then boom, he goes cuckoo, and not cuckoo. He just goes off and kills both of them. Or at least breaks both of them uh, in two, grabs Baby Yoda. And at that point, I'm like, oh, thank goodness Baby Yoda is safe. And he puts Baby Yoda in a little, he takes the sack with Baby Yoda and um, the child and races back into town. And like, like, uh, like a cowboy on a steel horse, he rode. Oh, um, yes, I just said that. Oh, my goodness, Bon Jovi um, was writing about. Uh, Star Wars the entire time. He came into town, guns a-blazing. Uh, at one point, he turned his whole body so that the, the child was safe, and then he turned his head and his arms over so he could shoot at the stormtroopers. I don't know. I just was like, oh, that's so awesome. I loved that. Uh, and meanwhile, well, while they were waiting for him to kind of get things going, uh, we, we got a little more of Moff Gideon, and what he knows about the Mandalorian, and not only does he he didn't he knew Kara, he knew uh, Apollo Carweathers, and now I know his name is Grief. I heard it a couple times. I don't know if I've heard it before. And we have the name of the Mandalorian. Now I know I saw it in articles. They said the name of this guy, but I don't think we heard it until this episode. So I don't like using it until this episode, and I've already forgotten it. It's like Din Jaren or something like that, but. Why did these articles already know the name of this of the Mandalorian if it wasn't used? I don't think it was used, and I hate when uh, articles do that. And you know, it, it just annoys me very much. So this guy, he he calls out Kara by name, knows exactly where she's from. She was, you know, part of the rebels, part of the Republic. Knows grief. Wow, there's some like I just hear fire engines going by. As long as they're not in my neighborhood, uh, I mean, you know, I mean. I feel bad for where they're going, but anyway, where was I? Um, they know the name of grief. They know all about him and that he has this, uh, bounty hunter, um, you know, set up and they know he knows the Mandalorian by name. He says like a decommissioned Mandalorian about hunter Din Joran or something like that. And he knew about him being from Mandalore and they're like, you know, this is where we find out more about the Mandalorian way where it is not a race, but it is a creed. He was a small child who was on his, whatever planet he was on, uh, the, um, the um, alien, the uh, robots, the droids, were coming in, shooting up, killing uh, these people, taking over part of the, the um, I'm assuming part of the Empire. And um, at one point, his parents, you know, threw, threw him in like a, like a little bunker. He... He was hiding there. You hear explosion. You assume his parents are dead. A robot comes out about to shoot him. And then the robot gets taken out. And then he gets saved by a Mandalorian. You keep hearing Mandalorian. You keep hearing like talk about foundlings. Foundlings. Well, you realize like a youngling would be someone like that is young and raised in the whatever in in this in something. But a foundling obviously is someone that was found and raised. And that's what this. Uh, little little din uh, little little din little Mandalorian. He was found by a Mandalorian, and my f- 
first instinct was, this is Boba Fett. This is Boba Fett. He looks like Boba Fett. He's got the armor like Boba Fett. But then we see a couple of them, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is not Boba Fett. But this is around that time. This would be before Jedi, so Boba Fett would still be alive. But he is a bounty hunter. He's not um, someone fighting for freedom. So maybe he's from the same clan as these people. Uh, so maybe it wasn't Boba Fett, but it really, for a, thought, I, for a moment, I thought, oh, yeah, maybe it is. I, I saw some articles where they were saying, you know, a couple um, episodes ago, the um, remember the bounty hunter Ming Ming Na, she was, you know, they showed someone walk up to her body. They didn't show the the, the top, and all these articles were saying that's Boba Fett. Boba Fett's back. Boba Fett. And I wanted to call those people stupid dum dums because they're stupid dum dums. Boba Fett fell in a pit in Return of the Jedi. He's dead. It's over. Enough. I don't want to hear unless it's a flashback. I don't want to see Boba Fett on this show. I think that that person, that body we didn't see with the cape, was Moff Gideon, was uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who is friggin' fantastic in everything he does. Um, but in the flashback, we see uh, Boba, you know, we see um, uh, whatever, this, this Mandalorian save uh, little Din flies off with his jetpack and Din just felt safe in his arms, uh, which is something, which is kind of a mirror of something we see at the end of this episode. And that uh, there was just a flashback and Mandalorian. I'm not going to call him Din because I feel like I might be getting the name wrong. I'm just going to keep calling him Mando. Uh, Mando's like, um, you know, he, he he knows who we are. He's from Mandalorian. He was part of that um, that raid, obviously. That has to be Moff Gideon. He's the only one who knows uh, my name. I haven't heard that name since I was a child. He, that's how he must know all about us. So he's basically saying, look, I've got this awesome gun that um, Kara took out a lot, a, 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 an older model, took out a, a bunch of your friends. I'm going to use this gun at nightfall. You have till nightfall. And uh, I was like, why don't you just kill him now? But obviously he thinks the child might be in there. I think he doesn't know yet that they don't have the child. I think I'm not sure. Um, but that is. Um, that's just kind of where we got some of the backstory of the Mandalorian. Some of the, uh, it filled in some of the, um, the flashbacks that we were seeing in this episode. Now, uh, they want to escape. They want to escape through the sores. They can't get through the sores. He's like the Mandalorians. We had like a, a commune down in the sores. That's where we were living. If we can get down there and find something, maybe we can escape down by the river, down by the river. Um, well, no, they didn't. I don't know if they knew where to escape, but they just knew they wanted to escape, and uh, they they couldn't figure out how to get out. But then, boom! Uh, IG Eleven shows up. He's got a, a, a laser welding thing, cuts a hole in the sword to get them out. But before they do, some major fighting goes on, and a fire um, a fire stormtrooper, like a pyro stormtrooper, comes up with his with his blow uh, blowtorch with his flamethrower. Throw some flames around. Mando. Um, oh, there's all kinds of shooting. I forgot. There's all kinds of shooting going on outside. It's a big gun battle. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But Mando uh, gets exploded when Moff Gideon um, shoots the tank that is attached to the gun that he, that the big bad gun that the bad guys had. He turned it and used it um, against them. He blew up like the tank or the, the generator or whatever it was. Uh, exploded and um, our, our buddy Mando was, you know, hit really hard. They went back into the building. Um, IG-11 starts using the welder to get them out. He He's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And 
Then the flamethrower dude comes up, and that's when Baby Yoda, like, like it reminded me of Jon uh, Snow when he stood up and the, and the army was coming, and you just saw the back of him. Or Tom Brady when, when you saw the back of him next to the Kansas City crowd. I'm sorry, that's just for me. Uh, but he, Baby Yoda stood up, puts his arms up, and holds back the flames to the point where he then throws the flames back into the guy, blows up the uh, the fire guy, saves them, and um, but he, I'm thinking he's going to cheer Mando, but doing that, he was too tired. He couldn't do it. He he basically passed out. Um, so Mando's like, take the child, save the child. Um, you know, I'm not going to make it. And IG 11's like, go, you take the child. I'll stay with him. And she's like, you can't leave him behind. Don't leave him behind. He's like, I won't. And then the IG's like, look, I can heal you. I've got this cool spray that will heal you. Um, but it'll take an hour. I need to remove your helmet to be able to, to do that. He's like, you remove it and I'll kill you. He's like, I have to do this. He says, no living creature has ever seen me without my helmet, or, you know, seen my face since I was a child. And he goes, I'm not a living, I'm not a living creature. And that kind of stuck with the Mandalorian. And he let him take his helmet off. And there we see Pedro Pascal uh, all beaten up and, and bruised. We saw his face. It was like that Darth Vader moment, except we knew the, ca- the actor who was playing him. And uh, so we saw his face. I know there's articles saying he's not always under the mask. Well, obviously, this stuntman is doubles and all that crap. But that was him right there. And he just got a nice, cool delivery. Um, and Mando sprays him with, like, Icy Hot or something in the back of the head. Uh, seems to, you know, he's like, it's going to take a little while. But they're down in the sewers. All of a sudden, the IG unit comes around the corner, and he's carrying Mando. Well, he's helping Mando walk. Mando's alive. Yay, everyone's happy. And all of a sudden, the healing cut starts to work. He starts to feel better. And he's like, listen, we need to get out of here. We need to find the Mandalorians, and hopefully they can help us escape. Turns around a corner, and then we just see the discarded uh, remnants of Mandalorian armor. Basically, just about all the Mandalorians that helped him escape from, from Navarro episodes ago are obviously dead because they wouldn't take their helmets off. And Mando thinks maybe uh, grief had something to do with this. Apollo uh, uh, Action Jackson um, uh, um, Champ, is that his name? Or Lefty from uh, Happy Gilmore? I don't remember. Um, but he's like, uh, I had nothing to do with this. I had nothing to do with this. Why would, we, why would I do that? After, the, after you left, the fighting just stopped. That's, they, they weren't, they're not you know, um, zealots. They're mercenaries. They didn't, once you, you were gone, it, they didn't care. Um, and then we saw the, um, the, the blacksmith, or the armorer, as she was, I saw her in IMDb. Woman's not even British. I know her. It's the actress. She is Lilith on Supernatural. Right? Is that her name, Lilith? Yeah, on Supernatural. Um, I think that's her name, but she's on Supernatural. And I was like, oh, I know her. She comes around. She's like, uh, it was the Empire. They came and did this after we we got attention from the Empire. They came, cleaned house, uh, and you know, he's like, oh, come with us. She's like, no, I have to stay behind. I will not leave until I um, take all these scraps and make something of them. And then she's like, uh, so they go, they follow her into her blacksmith area. And she's melting down Mandalorian stuff. He's like, we need to leave. She goes, you need to go down here and go to the to the lava river. That'll help you escape. Take a left and a right, whatever. She helps him, tells him where to go. He's like, you need to come with us. She's like, no, I need to stay. And then Mandalorian's like, I need to stay too. And she's like, nope, you can't. You have a foundling. 
Um, oh, and she starts giving a little more history. He's like, "This is the oh, this is the the one you went to hunt, and then you went to protect." She goes, "Yep." He goes, "And this is the one that um, you saved." She goes, "Yes." And he also saved me. Oh, from the Bantha attack? Yes. Um, using some sort of sorcery. She's like, I know of a way of something like that. Um, there were, you know, ancient battles or there were talks of battles with ancient sorcerers. Uh, at some point, um, you, they were Jedi masters. And he goes to these, and I was like, Jedi, yes, finally. Uh, they still didn't say the force, but he was like, are they enemy? She goes, no, they're not enemy, uh, but they're just their own way or something like that. Um, and he's like, she goes, you need to return him to his people because he's like i can't train him he goes well if you don't train him you have to return him to his people otherwise you're you're his charge you're basically his father that is the way so when you find a foundling like he was found you either bring him to be trained or you return him to his people or you you have to you're protecting him all the time so that showed me how um that kind of basically what we see for the next season He's like, you want me to look, go for the gal- look out through the galaxy looking for these, you know, this race of people that we don't even know what they are. Uh, and she's like, yeah, that is the way. So, are we going to see a planet of Yoda type creatures? Was Yoda the last of his kind? Obviously, Yoda wasn't the last of his kind because we have this baby. Um, but was did we think he was the last of his kind? Like, is baby Yoda the last of his kind? Is there more? I don't know. Um, at one point, uh, when Mando was... Uh, I'll get that. Mando was dying. I'll, we'll talk about that later. So um, she's like, look, I need to stay. You need to go. Um, and you need to protect him at all costs. That is the way. So they head down to the lava river, get on the lava boat, and there's a ferry droid on there. And I thought it was an R2 unit. It is an R2 unit. It's just a different kind of R2 unit. It's basically an R2 unit... Um, that is a gondola uh, captain, you know, like you'd see in Venice with a long stick. This thing stood up and um, was helping them ferry down the river. While this was going on, the the armorer, the blacksmith, she stayed behind and uh, a bunch of stormtroopers showed up and she killed every single one of them. She beat the crap out of them all. She bing, boom, 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 awesome. Before she, the Mando left them, I forgot, she said, listen, this is the way. You now have your own crest. She she nailed a she made a crest, put it on his armor. This is your your you know whatever it is your crest your your um you are now a clan of two. And he says thank you you know that is very um you know I thank you for this honor. So now there's a clan of two, um, Mando and uh, the child who we don't have a name yet. Maybe he'll name him someday. Uh, and also she said and you also it is time for you to have this and gives him a jetpack. He didn't have a jetpack. Remember a couple episodes ago he's like I got to get me one of those. He's like, she's like, you need to train with this before it knows what you need. Like, so at some point it must be like instinct where this thing will just work the way it needs it to work uh, because he can just turn it on. We see that a little while later, but he's like, this is a great honor. Thank you. She goes, you're not able to, you're not strong enough to wear it yet. Um, You, she gives it to the IG unit, IG 11 to carry and they go off on their way. She fights the stormtroopers. They get on the ferry with uh, our two, um, are too tall to I'll call them. Um, <clears throat> and they're going down the river. Everything is fine. And he's like, there's the opening. We're going to get out. Well, that's not true. Is it Mando uses his X-ray vision or thermal vision and sees a bunch of stormtroopers waiting outside. 
IG units like, look, I cannot be caught. If I am caught, I am self-destruct. That is my initiative. And he's like, what are you talking about? You can't self-destruct. He goes, isn't your initiative to take care of the child first? Yes, but I, I will protect him so that you may escape. Therefore, I am doing both of my initiatives, taking care of the child and not getting protected. And Mando's like, you can't. He said, don't be sad. And Mando's like, I'm not sad. He goes, yes, you are. I am a nurse droid. I am able to detect this. So the Mandalorian went from um, hating droids, almost being killed by a droid as a child, hating droids, not trusting droids, to a droid saving his life, letting a droid see his face, and then being sad that a droid, the same droid was sacrificing himself. The same droid who tried to kill Baby Yoda in the first episode, he's back. And uh, this was just an awesome moment where the, uh, where the IG unit steps off the boat into the lava, walks his way outside to the stormtroopers, and he's like, I cannot be caught, I must be self-destructed, and blows himself up, blowing all the stormtroopers with him. Awesome. They get out, they head out, they're outside, and then... All of a sudden, you see a TIE fighter show up, and there's Moff Gideon. Pew, 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 pew. He's shooting at them. They're like, we can't do anything. Um, we're out of ideas. The, our lasers aren't working. He says, uh, Grief says to uh, Yoda, Baby Yoda, um, do, do that thing with your hands. Do that thing with your hands. And Baby Yoda just waves at him like, hi. He's like, oh, I'm out of ideas. And Mando goes, I'm not. Fires up the jetpack, shoots up into the sky, attaches himself to the TIE fighter. Um, they're, you know, rolling and tumbling and all kinds of stuff, puts some charges on him, lets himself, jumps off the TIE fighter, the char- the thing explodes, a wing spins off, then you see the TIE fighter crash, but you don't see it explode. So you knew right there, this isn't the end of Moff Gideon. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Din, the, the Mando, lands perfectly, you know, well, after he gets his uh, jetpack working, lands down uh, on the ground, and, you know, he's like, look, we're respectable now. You got rid of this scum, the villainy. Um, they're all gone. So why don't you stay? You could be a bounty hunter again. He's like, no, I have my duty that I have to do, which is take care of the child. And Kara's like, well, maybe I'll stick around. He's like, you going to stay here? She's like, you, maybe you'll be a great addition to the bounty, um, to the bounty hunter corps. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and wasn't he like some of my best friends are bounty hunters or something like that. It was kind of funny. Uh, and he's like, maybe, you know, he'll protect you or you'll save him, but maybe he'll save you. It was, you know, a very corny sentimental thing, but I still loved it. Um, so at that point, Mando's like, see you later. And he takes off in a jetpack with, um, holding onto the child. And it was a very, it was like a mirror image of the child of when he was a child being, uh, saved by the Mandalorian. Now, uh, Yoda, baby Yoda was being, uh, saved by him held in the same way. Also just kind of like enjoyed flying. Um, and, uh, he heads back to his ship. He buries Queel, um, and gets on a ship and takes off. Um, we don't know where he's going, but that's for the next season. At one point, baby Yoda is holding a little medallion. Now, earlier in the episode, when he thought he was going to die, he gave the medallion to Kara to be like, you know, get him to this place, show this, this will get you passage or something like that. I I don't remember exactly what it was. But now um, it's obviously something very important to him, maybe from his parents, maybe from his childhood, uh, maybe from his training. Uh, but Baby Yoda was wearing it, and he's like, I never thought I'd see that, you, that, you, that again. He goes, why don't you keep it? It looks good on you or something like that. At that point, I swear to God, I thought Baby Yoda was going to say his first word. 
I re- like Mendo something like that. I just thought he was going to say his first word. He didn't. Uh, and they take off and that's kind of the end of them. We, we go back to Navarro and we go back to the wreckage of the TIE fighter and there's some Jawas around. Obviously they're, um, they're trying to um, salvage anything that might be useful. And then all of a sudden we see this splice, this like red, you know, like burning on the TIE fighter. And it's this thing, this like knife starts cutting through. It looks like it's got all kinds of sparks on it. It's not a knife. It's a sword. It, and then all of a sudden this thing kicks out and there's Moff Gideon. He's got not a lightsaber, but a friggin like laser sword, literally a laser sword, like a welding sword. It is not a lightsaber. It is a sword that has some sort of laser capabilities on it. Um, he gets up, gets on top of the TIE fighter, and we just see this menacing silhouette of the TIE fighter, of this bad guy with his cape and his laser sword. And that's how the episode ends. That's how the season ends of The Mandalorian. And then we get that great art we always see at the end of every episode, which I love. Um, but my goodness gracious, we have our big bad. <clears throat> we have the main bad guy, Moff Gideon. He is going to be the bad guy for the time being, for the for the near future. Um, will we see Grief and Kara again? Of course we will. At least Kara will see her again. The, the, now we have our objective of next season. The bounty hunters aren't chasing him anymore. No one's chasing him uh, except Moff Gideon So and whatever troopers he has left. So he's still going to be chased because I don't know if this, if this guy wants him, wants the baby for healing properties, for, the, for some kind of you know, eternal life or, or extended life. Or, or I don't know. We have no idea. Maybe he wants to eat it like those stormtroopers thought. Who knows? But we have our bad guy. And we have our objective going forward, which is get this child, find out where the child is from, who his people are, get it back to him. Something that nobody knows. Nobody knows because George Lucas never explored that. And it'd be great. It'd be cool if they actually went to George Lucas and said, what is this? What are your thoughts? And then use that towards. So it wasn't, it, it was something that, not something that was planned the entire time, but something that is part of, um, I don't know, just, it would just be kind of historical but you know what they don't go to George Lucas for any other stuff going forward so why would they now that, I don't know if that even made any sense um, what a fun awesome series really this series even though it's eight episodes and we're done this makes um, this makes uh, Disney Plus worth it right there that plus I watched all, all the Star Wars movies on there on Christmas Day we had family over watching Home Alone and Christmas movies so really uh, that alone has made Disney Plus worth it. Now, the hard part. The fact that these, after these eight weeks, what are we going to wait? Like, another year? Is it going to be like October, November until we get The Mandalorian again? So now I've got to find other things to watch on this channel, on this network, the streaming platform, whatever you want to call it. Um, but now, wh- where do we go from here? I mean, obviously, it's... Um, find baby Yoda's home and I have a question for you and this is probably I'm completely an idiot was baby Yoda's eyes completely black early in the season and now we're starting to see eyes come through because Yoda has eyes like regular kind of human looking eyeballs Uh, and I thought baby Yoda had black eyes and it seems like at the end of the season we're starting to see eyeballs come through now maybe I'm crazy I haven't looked I didn't even think about it until today I'm like oh he does have eyeballs I'm completely wrong, or am I? 
I think I am. I think he has eyeballs. And I just missed it. And they're just kind of darkened out. Maybe they brighten over time. Because uh, um, Yoda had some, some beautiful baby blues, if I'm correct. Um, so, geez. I think that's it. We are done. Season one of The Mandalorian Man. And uh, there's no season two to go to. So what am I going to do with this podcast? Well, I think in a couple weeks, um, I'm going to start watching the episodes again and just hitting record on this and talking through them. Why not? I mean, it, it, it probably, um, it'll keep the feed active. And if you're up for it, you can kind of listen to me babble and maybe, maybe I'll be almost like mystery science theater. Cause I bring nothing, you know, I don't bring much knowledge to the table. Um, I'm going to just talk and watch. And I think that would be fun. Uh, so maybe you'll join me for that. I think, you know, It'll at least give us eight more uh, uh, episodes, eight more weeks maybe to kind of, um, you know, get us closer to season two, whenever that may be. But I want to tell you, if you like this rambling, if you enjoy this, um, there will be other podcasts that I am, uh, will be doing. So I do a Mad Men podcast right now. I'm well into season six. I'm almost done with season six and then season seven and then that one's done. So if you're a Mad Men fan, check out uh, Made Man. That's, that's kind of where Mandalorian Man came from. Made Man, Mad Men became Made Man. And then for some reason I was like, oh, Mandalorian Man, even though that one doesn't make as much sense. Um, to me it does because it's in my man th- series. I'm a man and I podcast. Boy, that's dumb. Uh, but if you like uh, Mad Men or if you watched Mad Men, check it out. Uh, the first five seasons are completely there on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are available, Spotify uh, and you know any Android app. Um, and again, we're in season six. We do one episode every day. Uh, there will be a new episode coming out today as well. Uh, and also if you're just into finding other podcasts, we have check out fans, not experts.com in June. I will be doing my seventh annual movie month where I do 30 movies in 30 podcasts in 30 days. And it's very much like this. I watch a movie, I hit record, I talk about it. Sometimes it's only for 10, 15 minutes, sometimes longer. Um, but I've been doing that. I've been doing the movie month for seven years. I've been doing the podcast. I think this will be my fifth year doing the podcast, if I'm correct. Um, and that's also at fansnotexpert.com. Or you can look up uh, Geek Mentality. Uh, that is my podcast where you will find very rare episodes outside of movie month. But every movie month, we get 30 new ones. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, and my friends, I think that's it. I think we're done. This has been fun. This is such a great addition to the Star Wars world. Yes, I need to go see Rise of Skywalker again. Yes, I enjoyed it. I don't care what anybody says. I liked it a lot, and I can't wait to see it again. I may even go and, and, and get the, um, the novelization and read that. I did read uh, Force Awakens. I did not read uh, The Last Jedi because I just like diving into the story again. Maybe I'll read Last Jedi again, too. Why not? You know? But anyway, my friends, that is it. Um, you know, rest in peace, Queel. Rest in peace, IG-11. Uh, can't wait to see what the next season brings us. Stick around for um, uh, uh, the rewatch coming soon uh, with the um, live watching. And uh, until you hear from me next, I guess, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and I have spoken.
I have spoken. Fans not experts.